UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans, since 1999. There's a play where Donovan caught a pass, uh, and they said he was covered. Did you get an explanation on that play? Yeah, the, uh, the, the two receivers, the slot receiver and the, and the wide receiver, Donovan, uh, they said were both on the line of scrimmage. And uh, I think it was Nico. Um, Donovan was supposed to be on. Nico was supposed to be off, and, and Nico was off, but he signaled that he was on. And uh, so that, uh, you know, that was that's something we've addressed, uh, having... We're close, really close on another time where we had receivers moving, not getting set yet, and we had a motion taking place, which two minutes, you know, more than two people, two or more in motion is is a foul too. And that was really <clears throat> that was really close. So addressing some of those uh, some of those things. In what game, in what ways is this game an opportunity to kind of see where your team is, how it's improved against a quality opponent like Iowa? Well, uh, well, definitely. Um, you know, we, if you can play two really good games in a row, I mean that would be a trend in my mind. Three or more would become a habit. So uh, trying to cement that as a as a goal for us, and a, that's where we want to be. You know, consistently good. And I would just early thoughts on behind them what they have full set the ball. Yeah, they uh, they're consistently good. Uh, have been for for many years, and um, probably the thing that strikes you the most about them is that they're consistently really good at all three phases. Um, good at uh, good and experienced, and and uh, good and consistent. With the way that the uh, the game has evolved or a college has influenced the NFL. How much do you think your NFL experience, you know, coaching is still as valuable as maybe it was when you first came to Michigan? I don't know how much. Jim Carlo Kemp comes from a bigger football family than you came from. Mm -hmm. Talk about what you can sense from him as a result of that. As you say, uh, the Picano family, uh, from grandfather to uncles, uh, you walk into their house and it's it's around the dinner table and it's football talk, pictures that hang on a wall or football pictures, uh, their their family, their friends, their their experiences. I mean, Carlos had that. And his brother have had that their whole lives. That's uh, how valuable is that? I don't exactly know, just but uh, a lot. And uh, he's he's uh, doing a tremendous job. I mean, uh, one of our real staunch leaders on the team, and uh, his play is and the effort that he gives each game. You know, he just he knows. He's been, he was taught that from the time he could to, he, he could toddle. Back uh, the kickoff to open the second half where Rutgers fumbled. Did you have to request uh, a replay review, or did they just set up the discretion? No, I, I, um, I, sp I sprinted over to talk to, to Tyler Cochran uh, 
just to get a sense from him how fast it happened and did he think it was a fumble and he said he did and then and I turned to to uh, go challenge the play and they were already they were already challenging it so I was I was running over to see him and then trying to run back to the official and, and uh, they had already started the challenge procedure. <clears throat> Along the lines of the question I asked, I mean, how, how much do you think your offensive experience and your you know familiarity with you know the schemes that you had has melded with Josh's um, you know schemes and and uh, just overall philosophy? <clears throat> really, really well. I'm I'm really excited about it. I think uh, just uh, get along great. He's great. He's a easy person to get along great with, and uh, really hardworking coach. That uh, you know, he's a ball guy. So uh, uh, we've we've all we've all meshed and gelled well as a professional relationship and a, and a personal note. I think he's a great guy and uh, fun to be around. You know, all, all the good things you know about a about a personality he has him and uh, feel the same way about each and every one of our coaches. But yeah, he's a. He's uh, all ball and uh, fun to be around too. Hilarious and funny and uh, you know, really hard working. Jim, do you expect McCaffrey back this week and, and Josh Ross? Josh Ross's status this week and how does that affect McGraw? Uh, I expect that. Um, I mean, there's, it's possible. Let's use those words, the possible and doubtful words. But uh, I think it's possible that Dylan would, everything goes really well, could possibly be practicing this week. Uh, I'd say doubtful for the game. Uh, Josh Ross, uh, probably doubtful this week. And, and McGrone, do you like me? Oh, Cam McGrone, um, you know, really... Really, uh, really good. Um, I, I think Quiddy Pay was, if you had to single out one person uh, on the defense to give a game ball to, it'd be Quiddy Pay. And, uh, but if there was a honorable mention category or you know, a second, second game ball that would be given out, it would be Cam McGrone. Uh, thought he was, uh, you know, took another step in, in everything, uh, physical play. Eye discipline, tackling, uh, pressure on the quarterback, blitz patterns were really good, uh, and the speed keeps showing up. There was um, <clears throat> really, really good. Glasgow was really good. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson uh, was was really good. Um, big hit, big play in the game. Uh, also, the corners, Ambry Thomas and Lavert Hill, were really good. Brad Hawkins had another really good game. Uh, this is this is uh, becoming a habit now with uh, with Brad. He's playing he's playing really well in defense, playing really well in, in all areas. Um, Mike Dana also uh, was was outstanding in the game, and I think the you know the group challenged um, inside guys. Mike Dwumfor really stepped up and, and gave some. Uh, some energy and, and pass rush that was uh, very helpful on the defensive effort. But, and there was, so, there was a lot of good uh, on the defense and 
I don't think we really, I think the longest pass play we let up was 17 yards and the longest run was uh, eight, six, seven. So, really good. How do you think Joe played? Joe was good. Um, Joe was good. He, he's got a, he's got a, Got a feel coming out of the game, uh, good about himself. We feel good about uh, the way he played. He really had a, he's had some consecutive good weeks of practice. Uh, had another, another good one today, and um, I thought, uh, thought he played, played really well. The touchdown throw was, um, was was really good. Um, you know, I felt felt like uh, you know it was. Him and Giles Jackson made an adjustment on, during the play, and that was not the design of the play to be to uh, have have Giles turn out. And um, you know, there's some of the some some people were talking about that you know, they they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing, and I I informed them of my policy of not getting upset about touchdowns and applied that policy. And then uh, when you looked at it on the film. Um, you know, Giles did not break off the route, and Joe threw it to the open area. Joe threw, made, made the adjustment, and then Giles adjusted his route to the throw, which, uh, which was, uh, you know, plus by Joe, plus by, plus plus by Giles. So uh, I thought that was, that was really good. Just to follow up on McGrone, did he show you anything Saturday that you hadn't seen before from him? Has it kind of been building in practice for him, or has he really taken it up a notch? Yeah, um, it's been building. Uh, I mean, I, there was a real inflection point right in the middle of camp where, uh, you know, he just, he was challenged to be a more physical player and responded like that. It was uh, in the ensuing days, it was, uh, he just, he just became a, a real physical player and we were seeing that in practice and, and then to see it in the games too, that, that puts the, the exclamation point on it and, you know, so he's, he's, uh, taken off, you know, I mean, it's a good trend right now. Uh, to follow up on Joe, Jim, Josh last week was talking about how his arm strength has always been a strength, but that he's gotten better with accuracy. Just what have you seen from him over the last year or so? Yeah, he's, he's worked on it. Um, you know, different, different ball flights, you know, different uh, appropriate throws. You know, not everything is a you know, line drive fastball. There. And, um, there's got to be, there's... A lot of elevation. There's medium elevation. There's you know shorter throwing motion for the the shorter throws to uh, make a catchable ball for a runner. Um, and Joe's Joe's responding, really working on it. And it's not a not an easy thing to do. I mean, that's probably probably uh, we can all think of quarterbacks throughout the history of football that that never did you know be able to get the, to understand the, uh, throwing with touch or throwing uh, the fastball and when needed the, the appropriate the appropriate throw for the appropriate um, down uh, but he's working really hard at it and uh, and it's coming along really well definitely uh, definitely has a lot of arm talent and uh, he's re it's really important to him um, 
which is which is uh, which is a must. You know, that's a that, that's a has to be that way uh, to really get better and better and better, uh, realizing that there's always something to always something to work on and something to improve. And he's and he's approached that with a with a real uh, great attitude in that in that way as well. So uh, yeah, we love Joe and and uh, it's fun to watch him develop and and uh, keep it going. John, Coach, you touched on Jordan in this last game, but can you talk a little bit about your experience with the Glasgow brothers in general and the family in the time you've been here? Yeah, the uh, two great uh, parents, both professional doctors, uh, and uh, Graham Glasgow was uh, and Ryan were both here when I when I got here. Graham was in his last year, and uh, Ryan had two years uh, of eligibility. And then uh, Jordan was here too, that first year that I got here as a as a freshman. And yeah, they, uh, talk about a football family. That uh, that's that's one you know one uh, one really strong new uh, powerful football family. Just it's uh, really neat, really neat to. Uh, to know the stories and um, Jordan's personality was uh, always growing up watching the older brothers do things. You know, watching the older brothers get to do things. They were old enough to to play a sport, uh, and he wanted to. And uh, you're not old enough, and uh, you know, just unconsolable until they made the exception to to let him play. I mean, that's that's him. He is a He's a jackhammer. He's he's um, one of the hardest working football players I've ever been associated with. And uh, whether it's and that's hard working on the field, in practice, you know, in games, on special teams, uh, do anything, nothing, no job too big, no no job too small, and uh, does it with a, with a great team attitude and at all times. You know, always one of the most unselfish players uh, that I've ever had the pleasure to coach as well. And and he's just stud in the weight room or you know, any workout that you like, workout that you you organize. I mean, he's he's always uh, giving his God-given best that he has, and uh, which is a lot. And he's always on time. And he's always always uh, never gives anybody any grief and. <laughs> you know, it's a long list of, you know, really great things about him. And he's in the Ross School of Business, where he uh, attacks that with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Um, with, ever, with, with never and never an excuse or complaint or, uh, or uh, you know, flu, cold, sickness, nothing, you know. He just, he's, uh, he's an amazing guy. Um, the passing game was a lot more involved at the end of the Wisconsin game and against Rutgers. Do you see that being a trend where you guys are throwing the ball a lot more than happened? I don't know. Those are those things are you know, hard to predict. Chris, of Sean McCune's status, and can you assess how Luke and Eric have played uh, in, in their action the last couple of weeks? Yeah, Luke and Eric. Uh, 
you know, the good news is they're playing all out. Um, they're making some mistakes at times, and but they're going full speed while they're making them, which is, uh, you know, been uh, cost us a couple times that they were blocking the wrong guys uh, down on the goal line. But uh, part of the process, part of the the uh, learning and understanding, but it's not too big for them. They, uh, I mean, there's they uh, they're not the types to uh, you know, get small or you know kind of hide. They uh, I mean, they're they're all out and uh, they're they're attacking with a, with a they're hungry and a smile on their face and you know, put me in coach like attitude, which. Uh, which is great. We'll get the other things fixed, but uh, really happy with them. As far as Sean, uh, his rehab possibly looks like uh, it could come along faster than uh, first expected. <clears throat> so that could we'll wait and see. Jim, your team has already faced Wisconsin. You're obviously seen tape on Iowa. How would you define the commonalities between those two programs? Uh, both really good. Both really consistently good. Um, you know, experienced in, in good football teams, uh, you know, very, very similar DNA. Jim, what have you seen from Chris Hinton and Molly Smith in order to close the breaking to a rotation at the Yeah, Yeah, uh, first, um, you know, Mozzie looks really, really good. Um, just the way he's, the what he's done with his physique in the last uh, nine months. I talked to him this morning um, at a morning practice, and he looked great. Uh, looks really good. Uh, Chris Hinton has, uh, you know, been getting in there quite a bit and playing on, uh, playing on special teams. And I think they're both like, uh, you know, kind of on the precipice of breaking through, and playing more. Uh, yeah, it's been new. Yeah, last uh, couple weeks. And then the second part. Uh, Good way to start off the Monday with the band. Yeah. Uh, with the run game, you guys um, got a lot of backs in there. You guys kind of shuffled some stuff with the offensive line. You're doing some new things as well. Uh, I was pretty salty up front. Where, where you want that to be? Where you think it is right now overall the run game? Uh, there was some really good physical play in uh, the offensive line. There was uh, quite a few really good examples, and uh, and that's kind of some of the things that we've been seeing in practice for for uh, a couple months now. And it was good to see that in the in the game. Uh, I thought John Runyon was uh, played his best game. I thought he was also back more to you know John uh, you know his his capabilities. Uh, I think he was. He was slow the first couple of weeks. He wasn't moving around as well, uh, as athletic as, as he is. Probably Thursday, you know, saw it kind of, ah, you know, looks more like John. And then Saturday, it was uh, it was a lot more you know, like um, he was 100%, close to 100%. I don't know if he was all the way to 100%, but it looked looked close. Uh, and he, he was our, had an outstanding game, prior, most outstanding Lineman in the game. I thought Jalen Mayfield made made strides, uh, and then uh, consistently good. Still Ben Ben Bredesen playing really well, and, and Michael Wayne, you, uh, and they're working better, you know, 
in there together, you know, as a as that that group of five, as that that team that hasn't always been, you know, just five guys practicing each week and then five guys playing in the game each week. But I think that's uh, that's part of the equation. Uh, with Sherman A, you said after the Wisconsin game he was limited. How would you classify him now? And, and like, what's a ballpark for carries? I said, we, I mean, we were kind of limited in his carries. Um, um, how many how many carries? Not really, but how many plays he's actually in there? Because you don't always know if it's going to be a run or a throw, uh, depending on the play. But I, don't know, I like the like the fact that uh, you could split it up, maybe 20, 20, 20, maybe a few for uh, a fourth guy, but. Zach played really well. Um, Christian Turner played really well in this game. Had some really fine runs. And Hassan Hastings is uh, really played well. I mean, we're we've been watching Hassan now really make big strides in practice, and, and to see him play that that way in the game. And there's some examples of him you know, dropping his hips and, and getting through the hole like you know, some of the really special backs can can do. So, true fresh uh, redshirt freshman. Hassan Haskins has uh, really, uh, really come on, so they're um, excited about the way he played. As I said, the other, the other backs as well played really good too. Um, and I think there was some good number about. Uh, maybe you guys already wrote about that. How many different people touched the ball and the receivers? Just a little bit about them. I mean, Nico Collins, uh, he toughed it up. He, he has bit of a strep throat early in the week and missed a couple of days of practice and then you know, really looked good in the game. Tariq Black, um, got some catches. Good to see Donovan, Peoples-Jones. He looked more uh, towards 100%. I don't know if he's already quite there, but you know, looked, uh, looked a lot, lot better. Um, looked fast. Uh, always tough. That'd be really helped in the, the punt return game. I mean, winning, you know, that the punting game had been really, had been really good. The two returners back there helped uh, with Donovan and, and Ronnie Bell. And speaking of Ronnie Bell, uh, I think 13 of his last catches, 13 of his last 15 have gone for, for first downs. Ronnie Bell's played really, really well. Um, been consistently good now for months. And then uh, I thought Jay Patterson had a great game. You know, threw the ball really effectively. Was seeing the field great. Uh, dynamic out of the pocket, scoring touchdowns, and and uh, you know he was he was a little bit limited too during the week, and uh, you know didn't uh, didn't show any any signs of that when when he played in the game on Saturday. So thought he he uh, great game for him and uh, for all the other folks on offense that I mentioned. Is that better physically than he was a couple weeks ago? I mean, do you feel more confident with where he is? Yeah, yeah, he looks, he looks good. He look, when I watch him move, I mean, he looks, looks good. Looks good moving and looks good running. You look good to you? Well, he didn't play that much, but yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I just wondered if that's part of being limited or did you want to get the other guys? 
Well, we talked about that, I think it was a week ago or whatever. Uh, yeah, I th thought the 33 carries was way too many and uh, wanted to limit, limit that from one back carrying the ball 33 times. Can you describe kind of wear and tear that is on a, on a running back's body and have 33 carries like that? Uh, yeah, probably in totality, that's not something that uh, we, want to, we want to strive for with our, with our running backs. So, uh, <clears throat> but occasionally that, that uh, may occur, but that's something that I think you want to consistently do. With running back, so that's what. Okay, thanks. Thank you for listening to the umgoblue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for umgoblue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.